BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America. And enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need. We've got all the experience in the world. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down everything you need to set your lineups. From position rankings to starts and sits, the guys help you make those hard decisions. And now... Let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Hey, welcome in. It's another edition of the I Want Your Flex podcast. Mike Harmon alongside Ryan Bershinger, our executive producer, contributor, and defensive specialist. That's right. He'll teach you how to protect yourself uh, from oncoming onslaughts of would-be assassins and and offenses to shore up your fantasy uh, lineup and find points because we need them from every active position. Uh, At Ryan Bershinger, where you find him on Twitter, find me over at Swollen Dome. uh, Having some fun with you here midweek as we get ready for week eight of the National Football League season. No buys this week, but we're a week away from Halloween. 
I'm sure everybody's got their costumes picked out, or if not, you just shut your lights off and tell the kids to beat it, uh, and mostly the adults that are coming around grubbing and, and begging for candy at this point. Uh, but the the idea, Bursch, is we got a week until the NFL trade deadline, uh, the scary part of the season where guys may have to uh, say goodbye to the homes that they've built, uh, the teams that they become accustomed to, and the uh, local delicacies for new environments, perhaps chances to win, but for fantasy purposes, maybe a new lease on life in the second half of the season. Yeah, and that's what we hope, right? We're hoping to to find guys uh, falling into uh, circumstances that are better for them. Obviously, like last year, looking at the trade deadline, of course, when you move Christian McCaffrey, he's going to be uh, a monster wherever he goes. But he happened to go to a situation that was even better for him, and he's you know he's been able to be Christian McCaffrey. And then on the flip side, I'm sorry. I have to do this, Mike, but the the first thought that comes to mind on the flip side is, well, hey, uh, this talented receiver just got into a situation where they, they, in essence, spent a first-round pick to get him, and they need a receiver, so maybe this will work for him. Of course, that was Chase Claypool. and uh, I hate you I and know. everything you stand for. <laughs> Uh, what what is uh, somewhat uh, exciting to see? Look, I, and and you know the general mantra of the show that I do with Jason Smith and all the work you and I and Dan Byer have done. Dan's still on vacation, still on assignment, scouting uh, possible locales for us to build a, a giant. Uh, fantasy football factory brew yes. house uh, in the Midwest. Yes. Uh, so he'll be back soon enough. Uh, send him your love at Dan Byer on Fox. Um, but with the Chase Claypool and just anybody that is let go by Mike Tomlin or Bill Belichick, I'm going underneath the hood and I'm really trying to find out what the hell <laughs> the guy's deal is. Yeah. Particularly right now, I mean, look, and we, we can chuckle about Belichick and the uh, decisions that they've made in the evaluation process in terms of wide receivers and some of the other positions, uh, but the guy still knows how to coach, whatever anybody wants to say about that. Uh, as for Tomlin, when he's had it with someone who's still under contract, at a very reasonable deal, right, for where Claypool was drafted and all of those things, and he's willing to say beat it, leaves you a reason for pause. Mm-hmm. And in his first snaps for the Miami Dolphins, you saw more of the reasons why uh, he wasn't on the field and was eventually told to just stay home by the Bears. Uh, the lack of effort. See, mm-hmm. I can't even say effort. <laughs> or lack thereof. No, there's no pretending that he gave any kind of effort as a blocker. If the ball's not called for him, he's not running his routes, and he's sure as hell not giving you any effort in the blocking scheme, which is what I think Miami was kind of hoping, uh, that he would be a guy to help set picks and, and maybe mm-hmm. just chip a little bit to, to break free all those speedsters, and uh, that's a disaster. So uh, for your fantasy uh, sakes and certainly uh, – no, actually, your Packer fans so screw you yeah. <laughs> uh is you know i, I hope I, I hope that those guys don't find you um you, you guys have you got to find a running back or somebody uh to, to find some sort of uh balance in the force there because yeah. jones and you need jones to be up and available right. and anywhere near you know if we were on a uh, video game anywhere near his health meter at 100 mm-hmm. uh but in terms of looking at would be obvious sellers. Here's the problem, Bursch. Mm-hmm. We've only got a couple of teams. Yeah. Right? Because everybody is, quote unquote, in the mix, right? Mm-hmm. If you did those giant things that we love to talk about in the hunt, in the mix, whatever, there's only a few teams that are really falling behind to where you evaluate and say, well, we, we, we're done. 
mm-hmm. right? Otherwise, you, you got a bunch of teams where you can still sell some hope. And let's face it, in the room with, with most owners and management groups that aren't terribly patient, the last thing they're, they're going to say is, all right, we're done after week seven because they're going to be out of a job. Right. So like the throw your hands up and having job security to say, okay, we know this year is not ours. Let's start working towards the future. We don't we don't have that in a lot of organizations where you can get the pat on the back and say, all right, let's reboot it and and let's go. Most of these guys are looking over their shoulders going, if we suddenly go on a losing streak, the fans will be mad and the owners, you know, hair trigger enough because they have their own cash which is why we always keep an eye on the Chargers, Bears, teams like that, where they, they don't like to carry second contracts, mm-hmm. right, uh, and, uh, and and pay out a guy who's no longer there, right? The Raiders famously uh, saying, sue me. Go ahead and beat it, Shanahan. <laughs> you know, things of that nature. So it, it's just that curiosity. So, like, when we look at obvious, hey, they should be, you come down to Denver, Tennessee, the Raiders, just the extra body that is Hunter Renfro at this point, mm-hmm. and Arizona. Yeah. And, and then, the re- like, in terms of skill position players that might be ahead, there's going to be a lot of activity for defense. I have no doubt of that, right? Frank mm-hmm. Clark heading back to Seattle is, is the latest report as you and I sat down to do the re- recording. So, you know, Denver is more or less saying, hey, come and get it. Yeah, and that's what's interesting too is is you look at like for example the Panthers they they seem like a team that absolutely should be selling and you have a guy like Adam Thielen who's having a great season and uh, you can get strong value for him but it feels like we haven't heard his name mentioned at all because I think the idea there is you want to give Bryce Young as much of a shot as he can his first year and he's he's obviously Thielen's uh, been excellent for them he's a veteran presence as a receiver and he gives uh, Bryce a very reliable options so uh, when you look at a team like the Panthers it makes sense for them to to hold on to an asset like Thielen but well yeah. yeah I mean the only thing you could do there is is if you trade him you basically have to sit Bryce Young down and just say yeah. your season's over yeah because you don't have and I hate this because they're all professionals but I've just got to be real with it you don't have a legitimate one or two on that roster no. right now yeah no, absolutely. So what, why go through the charade of, here, let's let's have you throw to nothing? Mm-hmm. All, yeah. all, all due respect to maybe Jonathan Mingo eventually develops. Marshall, I know, has been grousing about his um, playing time and, and snaps and, and just availability in general. But beyond that, you, you got nothing. So I, th- I think you're absolutely right. It's like on, on, in, on paper, given their offer, it would make sense to say, hey, let's go get assets, but you're actually uh, damning Bryce Young if you do. Yeah, and given especially their, their run game, uh, yeah, Miles Sanders is hurt right now, but let's be real, when he's been healthy, uh, looking at the healthy performances from their running backs, Chuba Hubbard's been the better running back for them. 100%. So uh, they've they've got to give uh, uh, Bryce as much of a, a chance as they can and uh, and roll with the, the pieces that they have to, to give him a shot to develop in this rookie season. So yeah, we are going to look more at teams like the Broncos uh, or the Cardinals 
or, or maybe even the Patriots. I mean, they don't seem to have many pieces that, that they can move, but the, the Titans especially. Now with, uh, you know, you have the flip side here where Will Levis is going to get some looks this week, and sure, they want to be able to help their rookies, but also they've opened the door already to selling, and they seem like a team where it makes a lot of sense for them to sell as many parts as they can. Yeah, by already opening the door, as you say, and, and Bayard being uh, shipped out uh, to Philadelphia, you're at least uh, willing to, to hear. Mm-hmm. And we, we go team to team, and, and you're trying to figure out what, what is a discernible asset. And, and that's the other thing is what, what does Tennessee, from a receiving core, really have that you're excited about. Burks hasn't been able to get on the field, wasn't terribly effective when he was. And, and part of this is you're trying to weigh the per- receiver's performance versus Tannehill's performance versus what the team has been all, all along. I don't know if you saw the early morning uh, Wednesday back and forth. Like Mike Vrabel already looks like a man who's just salty as all mm-hmm. hell. Yeah. Uh, fighting uh, with reporters about the quarterback position, right? Levis versus Willis and, and whatever else. And and I know uh, you, you can't tell me, and you, you were in the studio watching all the games on, on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Bill Belichick, I, I think, was motivated perhaps a little bit, one, <laughs> to get the 300, but also for the fact that they feeded and celebrated Mike Vrabel, and he used the term we- <laughs> during that whole ceremony. So I think that was kind of a, a blank you. Uh, not only do I have a contract extension, but I can also win football games, so go ahead and beat it uh, there. But, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, who you acquired last year, see a guy that, you know, can, can you flip? But what are you getting? Spare parts. Yeah. Like, based on, you know, pennies on the dollar, you thought it was going to come in and be a big move. Burks, like I said, can't stay healthy and performance uh, had, had been spotty. Westbrook, Akinahe, um yeah, I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't – and I probably just got his name completely wrong, and I'm sorry, Nick. <laughs> um, but but that's it, right? Your tight end position, Okonkwo, um, is, is a guy that we've liked as kind of a ninja mm-hmm. on the radar kind of guy, but, I mean, there's no trade value there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it goes all the way down to old number 22 and Derrick Henry, mm-hmm. and certainly there's enough teams that could use a, a bolstering to their run game. Mm-hmm. Buffalo first and foremost in terms of would-be contenders. Mm-hmm. I mean, James Cook is good at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had Damian Harris, but he got hurt. So, you know, you you look at that squad. Perhaps there's an opportunity to be to make some noise there. Um, we we always talk about the Chiefs and their run game and and being a workload split. Does anybody want to make them richer? I mean, it would really be the prices have to be right, <laughs> right. to really make anything happen there. <laughs> and, and look, again, if, if you're looking to get out from under the contract because you've got Spears, who's been really good for you, mm-hmm. and the snap count and everything else, that, that perhaps maybe it doesn't have to be the, the same push. But it, it's just curious. Derrick Henry, you know, we, we always try to figure out where running backs are going to find the end of that road and the cliff. Uh, I, don't, I don't know that he's there yet. Mm. But, you know, what? what's the investment that a team wants to make thinking that's the jolt in the arm they need? Yeah, uh, I think looking at Henry's situation and kind of just looking at some of the NFC contenders, there's a couple names that I, I find to be really interesting. And again, I don't I don't know if if money works, if payroll and all that. But let's just let's just have fun and, and speculate. Sure. Um, 
of course, I mean, what team uh, loves to acquire big names more than the Dallas Cowboys? 100%. And, and you look at a situation where you bring back the thunder and lightning of Pollard and Zeke. Uh, you, you bring in Derrick Henry as that thunder piece instead. Uh, that would definitely bring a jolt. And we'll bring up the Cowboys again because, um, I, I, as, as you've mentioned on, on your show, um, they should definitely be in the market for a receiver. Well, uh, why don't we stay with Dallas yeah. now? I mean, look, Jerry Jones with his quote, he was on 105.3 The Fan for his weekly uh, hot take nonsense. Yes. Uh, and he threw out the, well, we're not going to be the ones calling. Mm-hmm. It's like, then then quit. <laughs> then then let someone else, you know, pull the trigger here yeah. uh, and get after it. You need to get better. Because out of the other side of his mouth saying that, I don't know that we're as good as the 49ers. Mm-hmm. And, and Eagles right now, but still saying, hey, we like what we have, the, the two are incongruous, right? Yeah. So <laughs> so get, get someone on the phone, yeah. either at running back or at wide receiver. You need some juice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and looking at options at receiver there um you have we've mentioned the broncos and what they do have is is a couple pieces of receiver that could uh could be very easily sells with with Cortland sutton and jerry judy um i think either one of those would work that i think sutton's probably the better fit there uh, just you know a little bit more experience and uh you would you would be a, a strong complement as a two to cd lamb um if uh yeah i think i think there's there's definite opportunity to acquire a good receiving piece uh for for the cowboys there yeah i I look at it and i mean sutton i think is the guy that for the full tree Mm. is a better complement to what cd does Mm -hmm. and look cd lamb's a guy that comes under fire and i think uh recklessly uh in our business (laughs) a bit I, i i i just don't know that um He's a guy I, I would think you'd for, force feed the ball a little, little bit because mm-hmm. physically, I, I think I'd put him up against most of the other uh, mm-hmm. upper echelon wide receivers. Let's just put it that way. With yeah. Judy, there's just so many questions about the guy yeah. right now. Like, was it just a, a misunderstanding with Steve Steve Smith, or, or is he that into his feels mm-hmm. that much? Because if he is, then you can't go to Dallas. Yeah. The way the microscope works there and the way, I mean, you don't get a free pass there. <laughs> they love you. I mean, you may with Jerry Jones, but sure as hell not with fans and media at this point. I mean, the we talk about the blinding spotlight. Micah Parsons crying about it on podcasts, and mm-hmm. I love Micah Parsons, but way too much energy spent on how mm-hmm. much people talk about him and, and whatever. It's like, go play football. Yeah. Um, and look, you know, and, and our job is to pontificate, wax poetic, and, and sometimes it gets into the hot take world, and, and we know what we know, and, and we recognize we're not NFL players or uh, didn't play the game. Guys that want to go into that world and, and slap fight each other, they can have it. For us, look, we, we offer an opinion, and if that's enough to pierce the soul of a man uh, and, and get him worried about the noise, then and then Godspeed. Um you know, it's it's you, you really the old uh, 
you know, concern yourself with the outside noise, worry about the what's in between the white lines. But as long as people aren't, you know, slanderous and just over the top, but, right. you know, we know there's a certain percentage that are going to do that for clicks. Uh, <laughs> part, of, part of the whole Chris Russo, I'm retiring or not, is the hot <laughs> hot take nonsense of it all. I, I didn't recognize that the man still was doing so much work, so good for him yeah. <laughs> uh, to get all his shows mentioned and everybody excitable. Uh, but, you know, to that line of thinking – you know that that's not my cup of tea. I, c- I can't play that bit uh, and, and try to do that. Uh, you know, and go look myself in the mirror. <laughs> but you know, for the Cowboys where they're at right now, I mean, we we still have the question of who they are, mm-hmm. right? As we get into Week Eight, we still have a lot of teams. I mean, Buffalo. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, how many teams do you really say? All right, they know who they are. Like even Philadelphia. Yeah. They know they got AJ Brown. They know they got out Dallas Goddard, and maybe you're starting to see some semblance of that offense start to become what we anticipated. But it's still been a struggle through seven weeks at yeah. times. Miami against better opposition. Look, you beat who's on the schedule, but mm-hmm. you go through. Mm-hmm. But for the Cowboys, realistically, Dak Prescott and, and Jake Ferguson's having himself a nice year. But beyond C.D. Lamb, you don't have a discernible number two. You got a bunch of guys. And they occasionally pop up and give you a big play. But to go out into the marketplace, we mentioned Sutton and Judy. I guess the other two guys that that come up into play, one, I mean, the former 100-catch guy is Hunter Renfro mm-hmm. to just be that sit-down receiver uh, that, you know, they we, we always want a, a team to have, right, just to move the chains, do the work, dirty work, uh, all of those kind of things that re- receivers do. I mean, like you had with Cole Beasley mm-hmm. for all those right. years, right? When he right. was catching 65, 75 balls, right? He had 2016, 2018, and then he went on to Buffalo and was doing some of the same things. Hell, maybe if he's got legs, you bring him back. He just got released. So, I mean, <laughs> from the Giants. But, um, you know, you, you've got Renfro, who's not in the mix and has philosophical issues with McDaniels, although I would imagine most guys on that team do, Bursch. Yeah, uh, like <laughs> so, so you've got him, and, and I know the price isn't going to be steep. And then you've got Hollywood Brown there in Arizona, who's in the final year of his deal. Mm-hmm. So potentially he's a guy mm-hmm. uh, that finds his way into the marketplace to Dallas or somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, and that Hollywood was the other name that definitely made a whole lot of sense, and and Renfro would add a very interesting uh, layer to that offense, and that's somebody too where Hunter Renfro is probably available in, in your leagues, like virtually every league, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And if he were, he's he's a guy who's deeper on waivers, where if he lands in a situation like Dallas, that feels like a very strong pickup because right, there's a PPR plenty, league, yes, yeah, yeah, there is plenty of potential there. Um, one team that I think is very interesting in the NFC where they could potentially add pieces that would become uh, that would take steps forward in their fantasy production. I mean, look at the Vikings. They they they've gotten their commitment from Kirk Cousins for the season. They've won back-to-back games. They're they're 3 and 4, so they're still in striking distance mm-hmm. and even without Justin Jefferson, um they they've tried to add to the running back room with Cam Akers and he broke off a, a couple decent runs on Monday night, but otherwise if they were to add 
getting wild a, a piece like a derrick henry or um if they looked at trying to fill receiver a little bit in justin jefferson's ab- absence with uh probably not one of the bigger names but a guy like renfro um he'd kill your guy kj osborne who just exactly. saved you from elimination and guillotine <laughs> i know as captured on instagram and and everywhere else because uh, i had uh, to give you your love yes. i don't think a uh last second catch by a player has been celebrated as much <laughs> although i watched the same thing happen with my guy smith while we were on air yeah. uh in that late uh addison yeah. reception that just gutted him on the end of that big performance uh, but the other thing birch is to your point to just uh, strengthen it e- even further is vikings are sitting in the eight seed yeah Right now, they win the tie break over the Rams, New Orleans, and Washington based on win percentage inside the conference right now. Yeah, yeah, they they do seem like a team that suddenly has played themselves into a position where being buyers for skill position guys would make a lot of sense. Yeah, at the running back position, I'd be curious to see you know, who might be able to become available in, mm-hmm. in, in this process, right? Um, you know, Samaji Pirine, who's mm-hmm. kind of not really in the mix in Denver. Would he have value somewhere else, right? As we talk about Denver selling off parts, right? I, I don't know what they, they think of McLaughlin, um, the, the rookie, uh, Jaleel. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, a guy that was picked up on speculation with Javante Williams still banged up. Mm-hmm. You know, even Javante Williams himself, you know, after playing himself back right. to the top of the heap. But at because at two and five, I mean, they're sitting at the bottom of the the AFC. Mm-hmm. Right. They're zero and four against the conference. And while, you know, you can cite some things that might have looked better. We've, we've watched the pieces of the defense broken apart. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the right package came that they wouldn't get rid of Sertan. Because are you building around a cornerback? No, you're not building around a cornerback. Right. Um, but for running backs that might be available, I mean, there, there's a couple of guys, right? Again, I, I don't think you know they sell off every part in Denver, but they're the one team that really makes sense where you can get rid of rid of guys, right? If James Conner were healthy, perhaps the Cardinals would be able to spin him off to a would-be contender. Yeah, yeah, um, and and uh, bring up one more name at running back. Uh, the Vikings could do the funniest thing ever and go and acquire Dalvin Cook from the Jets. Uh, it is kind of funny, right? <laughs> that 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 could be like because we've seen Cook's name mentioned. It's something yeah. you and I had discussed off air uh, at some point because the report came up. It's like, yeah, it would only take this. Like, well, I mean, how much lower can you get? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Distressed properties. I mean, watch J.C. Jackson go back to New England and look at what he's done with them. Mm-hmm. He's allowed six receptions. He's been absolutely brilliant <laughs> since going back to the Patriots and that defensive scheme after being the shining example of everything wrong with Brandon Staley's defensive tenure with the Chargers. <laughs> Play calling's a whole other category. <laughs> now, the the question there with Cook, though, is is I've seen him pop up in plenty of my leagues because plenty of owners have rightfully gotten jaded, especially with the sure. fact that Robert Sala has said that, that Brees Hall is now going to uh, run, you know, laps around the world for the rest of the season. He's, he's just going to give the ball, and rightfully so. He's a fantastic running back. Um is what we've seen from cook is he a guy where if he lands into a situation where he would definitely get 
more playing time. He wouldn't necessarily be a bell cow, but um, he would go somewhere like a Minnesota where he would split carries with Alexander Madison. Is he worth a speculative ad in the sense that um, there's hope that he lands in a better situation, or has he looked not great enough to the point where you would still kind of sit back and just let him be on waivers, have somebody else in that meantime? I think I would take a deep look at my roster, mm-hmm. evaluate bench slots, because I'm in leagues where there's enough bench slots where there's there's going to be uh, a player or two that you're never gonna you're never gonna play. Yeah. Like they're there. Yeah. Uh, they're also in the speculative play. Mm-hmm. But like for giggles, you know, if he does go to a Minnesota or whatever, like if it's not gonna cost you anything but maybe a dollar uh, of your budget. And you have the roster space that you're kind of using as a taxi service anyway. Mm-hmm. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Right? Why not? Like j- just like using the J.C. Jackson example, he goes back to Minnesota. Madison hasn't done anything to endear himself to anybody. Yeah. Acres hasn't been there long enough. A couple of big plays uh, in the Monday night win over San Francisco, especially the catch and run, but. Matt Madison certainly like I've seen some horrid stats in terms of his effectiveness to pick up first downs and and certainly in in red zone situations he's been invisible so Dalvin Cook if he were to return he could go in and leech off touches and targets immediately mm-hmm. back in that system I have no doubt of that um I think they just didn't want to pay him as the bell cow yeah. but if he comes back as a guy who someone else's foot in the bill (laughs) and you don't have a lot invested yeah the potential is there to go you know not right back to 100 percent the role he had but look it's it's a proven like he came off like when he got dealt i was like well look at the production he had it's like well there's a lot of other factors Mm -hmm. that come into it but maybe he who says you can't go home again you want to sing the bon jovi song or should i (laughs) you want to do the jennifer nettles part i mean i don't know but it it does make for interesting considerations like because there's other teams that you just like well they're not going to trade right the giants just won't uh in in terms of adding pieces or divesting what would what did the giants have in terms of skill position that you want outside of barkley and waller and neither and barkley got the you know mm-hmm. vote of confidence the other day yeah as for the bears man yes in fantasy you can sell a high on deontay foreman i don't think any <laughs> i don't think the rest of the league is going wait we were all wrong about that guy <laughs> I, I think that was down distance and matchup specific although uh the chargers certainly offer a great opportunity on mm. Sunday night football when I'll be in attendance screaming myself hoarse of course <laughs> um but yeah I, I think that really ties it up yes for for trade partners at least what seems obvious there's always potentially something crazy behind the scenes or teams that fancy themselves contenders at least on the surface you know if the price is right comes through and hopefully they're not as dumb uh with the outward statements as jerry jones going not enough you know we're gonna have to we like our team someone will have to call us and initiate <laughs> come on jerry be better than that be better than that because we need well but i appreciate the sound bite he's ryan bershiger i'm mike Harmon here i want your flex coming up as we continue uh we'll get into some of the news items right new quarterbacks uh keep that count going bursh we'll see if we can top last year's over under uh we'll get after that as we continue on i watch flex witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury 
with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. What up, everyone? It's Lunchbox from the Bobby Bone Show, and I'm here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. We continue on. I want your flex. Mike Harbin, Ryan Bershinger with you. Dan Beyer on assignment, scouting trading card shops uh, and good places to find cheese curds for us. He'll be back with us as we get ready for week eight in earnest. But for now, we're looking at some of the big headlines uh, across the NFL Bersh. And, and we keep that count going. I joked about it ahead of the break. You know, all of the 
quarterback news and, and things circling around. And first off, you know, on a Wednesday, we got a definitive, hey, Deshaun Watson's not playing this week. So um, <laughs> at least they're moving up the timeline each week as Cleveland gets ready for Seattle. Yeah, uh, uh, would have been nice if you did that last week, but hey, that's it. <laughs> well, <laughs> but but you know what? That that affected a lot of fantasy it, it, squads, it right? Really Where did. it came down to the wire, and folks yeah. were like, "Well, all right, I'm leaving them in." Yep. Yeah, yeah, I was one of them, and uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, good on PJ Walker for finally getting a contract despite being their starting quarterback for like three weeks now. Um, but, yeah, because they can't do it anymore. Yeah, right. They they ran out of the uh, practice squad exemptions. <laughs> um. So so congratulations, PJ. Uh, well deserved. Um, Baseball player out of options. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're either with us or not. Yeah, you got to get DFA'd if uh, <laughs> I can't bring him back. Um. So, yeah, I mean, geez, uh, it's as we mentioned like last time, uh, Watson looked so bad even before he had the non-concussion. Uh, it, it's it's clear there's something wrong with his arm and <laughs> it's just something wrong with him. Um, so yeah, a lot, a lot of question about want to. I know our colleague uh, Brady Quinn mm-hmm. uh, going back and forth with uh, who is it Quincy Avery mm-hmm. uh, in terms of want to and desire desire and contract Avery who was also on Twitter at one point saying I don't know once a man gets his money what's his motivation it's like again (laughs) speaking outside of his he was speaking of a different situation but certainly it's being used back and thrown back in his in his face going hey 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 how are these different um but it it certainly has created a lot of angst now you got a great defense and they eke out the win controversial as it may be against the Colts burst but you know with PJ Walker you know the running running back room is is all battered and bruised mm-hmm. it's like you know trying to find the way forward yeah yeah, I I was able to grab Pierre Strong in a league, which I'm excited there because you go. that team has zero running backs. So, uh, and Kareem Hunt, I believe, didn't practice on Wednesday. That's so, right. Um, so that's uh, yeah, I, I feel I feel good about that addition. He's going to get plenty of work. Um, but overall, I mean, we've seen this this offense actually. Uh, some pieces have been okay under PJ Walker. Elijah Moore, unfortunately, has gotten to the point where he's droppable. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but otherwise, um, Cooper is Cooper will... startable. Uh, it, it's two of the last three weeks. He's been the invisible man. Yeah, I, I guess the the matchup is pretty good. So mm-hmm. the I, I I think it would depend on on your other options. But the matchup is there for Cooper. So I think that this week he would be, especially since they've they've gotten a, a pretty early handle on who's going to actually play quarterback. Hopefully that helps them going into this week. So um, I would I would probably I would play Cooper this week. All right, well, we look ahead on the schedule just because it's fun to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, next week, we could have Josh Dobbs yeah. against P.J. Walker. All right. <laughs> I'm already starting to see the, the tweets and the quotes from all the folks in Cleveland uh, about getting ready to prepare for that game going, okay, let's talk about this a second, shall we? Uh, so we've got that news. Uh, in Tennessee, Ryan Tannehill, not much of a surprise. Even coming out of the bye week, he's not going to be able to go. So it's Will Levis getting the call. Uh, we referenced it in the first segment. Uh, Vrabel, uh, a little chippy 
lengthy with reporters uh, when being asked about the quarterbacks and parsing uh, practice performances. Will you run a two-quarterback system with Malik Willis? All of these things. Uh, so a, a bit of chaos there. But, a, again, it lends itself to the – I have no idea what to expect from Will Levis. I enjoyed watching him play in college. And, you know, will he just come out, big gun in it to – to Hopkins, in theory, you get Traylon Burks back as your speed option downfield. For fantasy purposes, it's it's not about him, right? That's a, that's a two QB uh, super flex de- act of desperation. Again, no buys this week, but with enough injuries uh, and question marks and whatever. Uh, and let's face it, people are looking at what the spread is set at <laughs> and yeah. projections in their leagues as well. Really? I mean, it does at least get you into a little bit of intrigue, although it's just such a difficult proposition against a pretty good Atlanta defense. 36.5 the total for this one. Goodness. Oh, ugly. Yeah. Will Levis or uh, Desmond Ritter? Go. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> um, I mean, I will. I, I have to pick Desmond Ritter there. but Because uh, he's played before? <laughs> yep, yep. That's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> did, it, did, did you send him the sticky tape? <laughs> but legitimately with with Levis, I mean, I I don't I don't know how much I mean WR three for DeAndre. Yeah, that's that, maybe. Um, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to play him with any sort of confidence this week. Um, you're you're playing Derrick Henry, but really only because he's Derrick Henry, and even then he's not really Derrick Henry. If that all makes sense, like what are we talking <laughs> back end number two, right? Yeah, I mean, and, and and just hoping. Look, I, you got the gift a couple of weeks ago of the jump pass yeah. <laughs> touchdown that that puts you over, but otherwise yeah. it's it's a pretty dismal run. Ugh, yeah, yeah, and uh, on the other side of that ball, because given how low that that scoring is, um, there's not much. I mean, you'll you'll play Bijan assuming that he's uh, he's, he's fully but, healthy. But, but, but think about that. I mean, yeah. like, like we talked about it to to come in, and obviously against Baltimore, you got a pretty good game out of Henry, right? He's mm-hmm. had. Uh, 18 points in that one, 24 against Cincinnati, uh, 17 going back to that Charger game. Uh, but for Bijan Robinson, I mean, and we'll talk about it in earnest with the, the full week eight load. But I mean, trying trying to parse out some some weaponry in that game, boy, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, uh, it, Drake London is still getting a steady load of targets, so um, he's he's still an option. But it's, I want to say it's not a great matchup. But they did they lose Byard in the secondary, so maybe maybe it's a little easier to throw on them. But also, there you go. You know, you, you, you can still, you throw it? Yeah, uh, you <laughs> know that one that one catch everybody wanted to make about Kyle Pitts, like he gained four yards, yeah, or seven yards, or whatever the hell that <laughs> yeah. was, was a short pass. Great, great route, great, great hands and concentration. Mm-hmm. But uh, pushing forward, thirty six and a half the total there. Mm-hmm. Giants and Jets is thirty seven. At least the rest of the NFL slate we're into the 40s a lot of low 40s mm-hmm. but we're at least into the 40s this week and and obviously keeping an eye on things the Cleveland Seattle total as we sat down to record uh, had been off the board as they try to make sense of who's available who's not mm-hmm. uh, for the Browns particularly uh, we know the quarterback situation but in that running back room uh, whether anybody's up obviously we know already Jerome Ford being out but you lose Kareem Hunt as you said very astutely, you picked up Pierre Strong. It's a good name too. So I mean, we got we got to celebrate that uh, as we go. Let, let's do one more quarterback situation now. Long term, there's no doubt that Daniel Jones uh, will reclaim his spot as the starter. 
even though a lot of people are clamoring for Terod Taylor uh, based on the way the offense has moved the last couple of weeks. Is it perfect? No. Uh, But does it look like a a more cohesive unit? I don't know if it's Justin Pugh straight off the couch. That helps solidify a little something. (laughs) Uh, You know, he graded out as their best offensive lineman. I'm just going to leave that there. Right. Uh, a guy who had been sitting on the couch for <laughs> months at a time. Uh, and one of the last guys standing from the class of 2013 uh, first round, which is a whole other uh, interesting phenomenon to get into. Granted, it's a decade ago, but you know, given the way players, especially offensive and defensive linemen and some of these uh, skill position players hang around, uh, it's kind of interesting. But that's a story for another time. Uh, Saquon Barkley back, obviously, back end number one against the Jets, maybe high end two, depending on how you're feeling. But we at least got Darren Waller back into the good graces of fantasy Mm -hmm. owners. Now, they tried to the week before in a – the controversial end against Buffalo. Uh, we don't need to re- re-legislate that. Uh, but we, we look at where the, the Giants are with Terod Taylor. At least it looks like a semblance uh, of a, an actual offense. How much I trust any of the other component parts, now that's another story. Yeah, and, and not to make this entirely about Darren Waller, but when after that game against the Seahawks where Waller had three catches on three targets, 21 yards, um, uh, we had talked about just how bleak it was looking for Darren Waller this season because his numbers just were not up to snuff. They weren't. We weren't seeing the production that we were hoping. And I think after that game, the Giants coaching staff also was like, you know, he's the best receiver we have. Maybe we should try throwing him the ball more. 11 targets, 7 targets, 8 targets since then. And of course, with two of those games, you have Terod Taylor at quarterback. Um, so every everything has looked better with Terod Taylor at quarterback, but I, I also wonder if part of that is because there is a greater concerted effort to get the ball to their best receiver. Um, so yeah, I, I still feel great about playing Waller moving forward. Um, the Jets do have a, a, a strong defense, but uh, so so otherwise, you know, it's yeah, it's Saquon and Waller, but the, that's really the only options you're going for with the with the Giants. Yeah, the running joke with uh, Smith and I going on the uh, decade we've been been on air is even the lowest uh, hanging fruit, uh, or I should say the. Um, the, the guy you've never heard of. Uh, go through the wrong analogy. The guy you've never heard of at tight end for a team will still have a day. Yeah. Uh, so for Waller, the lowest hanging fruit, um, just go and pick it. They are, they've given up the second most fantasy points per game to tight ends this year. Uh, everything we know about the greatness on the corners, and even when they're down to their fourth and fifths and whatever, those guys still have stepped in well. Uh, but against tight ends, uh, they're beatable. As for Waller, I mean, you, you've got you know two top 10 finishes in the last three weeks Mm -hmm. so you take your uh your your goodness and as you said 26 targets you know more more love there you wish one of the other receivers would step up be it Hyatt or Slayton or some of the long-standing guys but none of them are are trustworthy at all and certainly in a game with a 37 total um it's it's curious but if they go and they play well and they're able to eke out a home win as a home dog against the Jets don't know uh you know Daniel Jones might might sit a little while longer and uh I I think he should yeah (laughs) I mean I agree with it I I think that um Taylor has looked capable and uh Daniel Jones has not (laughs) yeah there's something to be said for the KG veteran (laughs) yeah there's something to be said 
and, and we're not in the locker room, so you're, right. you're just guessing. But, I mean, the offensive line mm-hmm. the first few weeks, like it's always the – I don't sit with a stopwatch, right, as to how long a, a player takes to get rid of the ball. There's feel, and it feels like Daniel Jones waits – for separation that never comes instead of taking what might be there. And that's one thing for Terod Taylor. Uh, and I know there were a lot of jokes uh, for folks, you know, calling him young and whatever <laughs> in the social media sphere. Like, look, he's a guy that's been around and he knows to get the ball out, right? That was one of the things we talked about uh, earlier in the week, talking about what Tyson Bajan did for the Bears. Coming out of the offense he had in college, he knows, boom, I got, I got a second or two. Let's find our read. Let's get the ball out and make positive plays because we need to limit it in negative plays. And that's the one thing Terod Taylor has been much better at. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's not even a debate. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you, you just can't take the sack. You can't take uh, the negative plays where you put your lineman in a bad position trying to extend a play. So now you got to hold. Nothing's going to kill a drive more than that. And Terod Taylor, being the veteran, knows not to do that. And there's your uh, there, your football 101, uh, in addition to the fantasy advice of, of loving on Darren Waller. Was there anything else that hit the news? Uh, there was one I, I had left, the Michael Pittman, because mm. uh, he was very frustrated. I don't even know if I'm part of this offense. Uh, it's like, And then he came back, and I think someone pointed out a stat sheet and said, you know, you realize um, – you're the most targeted guy around here. <laughs> and I know Downs has uh, had his moments, and we've talked about him a lot with Gardner Minshew uh, and the message there. Uh, but in Indianapolis, look, Minshew's going to keep winging the ball. There's no change in that. So for Pittman, for Downs, you've got opportunity. Was there anything else that was on your radar? Uh, no, no, I, I I think that's it. I, we had talked about uh, the the Titans stuff and how I, I the only thing I noticed too was and and you mentioned it how Mike Vrabel looked uh, uh, was he rather looked perturbed. Really, yeah, he, he got on a, a reporter's case because of the way they were holding their hands. <laughs> he was like, well, "Don't put your hands down." Don't. don't Are you asking a question? Like Are you like what? Like it was one of the weirdest. Like we're just seeing stupidity in these exchanges, right? I, like we're not doing college football, but. We we could do a whole lecture on what the hell's going on, and 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 I hope Lincoln Riley's okay, right? <laughs> Missing practices due to illness and Kingsbury yeah, out yeah. there and whatever. But certainly at the beginning of the week, it was not a good look. But yeah. uh, and not allowing his team to to participate in stuff post game. But you know some of the mm-hmm. the answers getting short with reporters, getting a little bit uh, no 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 hey combative like. Wow, it's 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 just a curious kind of time across these leagues, and for Vrabel, you assume he's there as long as he wants to be. But right. you know that little we and love fest that he got over there in Foxborough uh, ahead of the Patriots win over Buffalo, I think raised a few eyebrows, yeah. and maybe he's feeling a little salty that you know with Tannehill being unavailable, it's like this is what I got. <laughs> I wonder because I couldn't see what the reporter looked like. I'm just choosing they were like Ricky Bobby in that interview where they just kind of have he's he doesn't know what to do with his hands, and then Brable's like, "Put put your hands down. What what, what you, don't don't look at me like that." You're kind of gesturing. You're kind of not. You're 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 grabbing the air around your head, searching for words. We've seen people do that, right? And and behind the scenes, I mean, like you've produced a lot of shows, been part of a lot of shows. Uh, you do your swing sh- 
Shift podcast with Bo Benson, uh, the wrap-up of the Dodgers season, and I'm sure a World Series preview will be up here uh, in short order, talking uh, Rangers, Diamondbacks, and saltiness about the Cubs collapse that allowed the Diamondbacks to have this run. Uh, but, but all of that, so download that wherever you get your podcasts as well. Uh, give Ryan and Bo some love uh, on that one. But, I mean, you've done it, right? You just start, you, you've got an idea, but you haven't formed it because it just hits you uh, as you're talking, so you start moving your hands about, and you're not talking with your hands, right? The old, you know, I'm, I'm pointing at the camera and I'm being emphatic about what I'm saying. No, this is kind of like you're just literally grasping at the air. So I think that's what might have been there. At least that's the picture I got, and Vrabel had enough of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, yeah, just... uh Fun times in Tennessee right now. Stress levels high, no question about it. He's Ryan Bershiger. I'm Mike Harmon here. Fox Sports Radio is where you find us during the week. And, of course, here on the I Watch Your Flex podcast uh, multiple times during the course of the week. We'll be back with the streaming defenses, uh, all the hot plays, cold sores, rankings, and whatever. Uh, I'll give myself uh, as good a pat of the back as I can through the first seven weeks, Bursch, in the fantasy pros world where we put up some rankings. Number two in quarterbacks. All right, there we go. Not quite nice. sure, but I've found I've figured that part out. Now, if I could only move up the ranks at running back, woeful. <laughs> woeful running backs uh but i think most of us have been throwing darts on that position uh over the course of the year but all of that and more and dan will be back with his let me tell you one thing uh give me one reason uh and maybe we'll do the musical accompaniment of that, of that as well and we'll get uh tales of his road uh in the midwest and trying to keep an eye on games uh while dealing with family which is always a fun and exciting world. Bursch, uh, any last thoughts on this world as we get into week eight? Good, bad, ugly, someone you want to rant against? Uh, no, no. I think I've, uh, I, I've put out my negativity towards Deshaun Watson enough, so I think, I, I think I'm good. All right. We'll, we'll let it lay there for now. Uh, we'll, we'll dredge that up on the next episode of I Want Your Flex. Thanks for listening. Evangelize. Uh, give it five stars. Uh, tell it to your neighbors, your friends, uh, family members. We appreciate the support uh, and y'all being part of the extended family. Good luck this week. Uh, we'll be back with rankings and more uh, as the week continues as we get ready for week eight in earnest. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. 
You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. All inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never ending fun. So booking an all inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America, and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on Easy Mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started.